Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. Before I get into today's episode, I really wanted to thank each and every single one of you that has been listening to me throughout the years. Those of you that started streaming this podcast in 2021, I really, really appreciate it. As someone who you could say is a creative or creator, it can get daunting. It can get tiring at times when you feel like you're putting all of your effort and really not seeing the results that you want to see. So I really want to thank you guys that have been listening, that have been sharing, I recently saw my Spotify wrapped and I was pleasantly surprised with you know some of the stats that I had for this year and I'm just so 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 grateful for each and every single one of you those that have encouraged me over the years to keep pushing those of you that have shared those of you that have left your reviews thank you once again I really appreciate it and if you haven't already left a review you already know what to do and thank you so much so anyways that's enough of my thankses (laughs) but I really wanted to start off by just sharing that just in case I forgot and honestly it means so much to me because this is something that I do out of my desire to help others this is something that I do that I genuinely enjoy doing and five years later I still enjoy this I started this podcast many years ago I wasn't consistent I think this year and 2020 has been the most consistent I've been in my podcast and I can also see the results of that consistency so thank you once again and now I'm going to get straight into today's episode so as we speak I'm recording this episode and I actually don't yet have a title for it so obviously by the time I actually post this there will be a title but what I wanted to really speak about in today's episode was about adulting and decision making now this year I've had to make some very crucial life decisions now I thought I had to make crucial life decisions in 2020 but this year I also had to make some crucial life decisions and these were decisions I never thought I'd have to make and I never saw myself having to even think about ever having to make such a decision but situations arise and as you know things happen in life and things don't always go according to our plan but I'm learning as I grow that sometimes certain things do not last forever and there are certain situations in our life that are seasonal not everything is going to last until the rest of your life there are certain things that are seasonal certain relationships that are seasonal certain things that you may do in your career that are seasonal but anyways let me get into it a little bit more and I'm really going to try my best to be as transparent as possible as I can in this podcast um this is a topic I've not really spoken about before and what I'm going to share today is not really something I've shared on a podcast or on any of my YouTube videos or Instagram content. So it's definitely going to be something different for me and definitely bear with me as I might ramble a little bit. I've got some brief notes so that I can stick to the things I wanted to share with you guys. But one of the most difficult things about adulting is making significant life decisions. You know, most of us, we don't like people making decisions for us. But sometimes when you get to a stage in your life where you need to start deciding where you want to live, what you want to study for your career, or even when you get to a point in your career and you're like, you know what, this is not what I want to do anymore. And you have to make that decision to make a switch or to have a career change or to study something different. These are crucial decisions that sometimes making them independently can be extremely difficult. Making decisions in your relationships, God, that is difficult too. So for me, as much as I don't like people deciding for me, this year I really had to make some difficult decisions. Now, one of the first decisions I had to make this year was in relation to my faith. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know I'm a Christian and something that was very important and is still important for me was church, you know, the church that I went to. Now, the church I was going to I was going there for 10 years so I started going when I was 16 I'm now 26 so if you do the maths that's 10 years so this was a very long time and 
a lot of my journey in having my own personal relationship with God started in that specific church. And for me, again, I've grown up with it. You know, I was there from a teenager, entering my early 20s. I'm now in my mid 20s. And that was a huge part of my life. And it was one of those things where I always thought to myself and also the culture of that church is like, if you're here, you're going to die here, basically, as in you're going to be here forever. You know, there's many branches at somewhere that it's pretty much all over the world. So in terms of location, that was never really a fear of, oh, if I move somewhere, there's not really going to be a church because it's in most areas. Um, So for me, I always thought I always saw myself being there forever. But from, let's say, mid 2020, there was a lot of things that started to change. And there was a lot of things that I started to notice that did not sit well with me. And as much as I ignored it for a long time, it's one of those things where I didn't want to address the elephant in the room if I put it that way I knew I needed to make a decision about what I was going to do whether I was going to stay there or whether I was going to make a decision to leave but it was something that I just put off I didn't want to deal with it and again I saw myself being there forever you know and even the culture of that church is like you're taught in many ways explicitly and inexplicitly that it's the best church it's you know other churches are "Mm, they're okay but they're not really on par with that particular church so again these are all the things that I've learned over the years coming from a very young age to now you know being an adult it's very different but a lot of my ways of thinking were still in that 16 year old mentality so it was very difficult for me to make a decision now fast forward to 2021 I believe it was March Um, something just came to my mind as I was thinking about (laughs) transparency. I was actually on a clubhouse room, funnily enough, and the room was talking about vulnerability and what vulnerability means. And after I got off that, um, clubhouse room, it got me thinking, I started thinking to myself, okay, there's certain things that, you know, you've been avoiding girl decisions that you have been putting off. And one of the the decisions, like I said, was that some of the issues that I had noticed within the church that again, for a long time, I kind of made excuses for it. It's like, "Mm, but there's no perfect church, you know, Mm, it's, you know, it's not perfect and all these kind of things. It's like, and I thought to myself, how long are you going to keep making excuses? There were certain things that I saw that I knew certain factual things. And I'm not talking about personal experiences. I was never directly hurt per se, or went for any church hurt specifically well nothing recently anyway that I can say that that was what pushed me to leave but there was just certain things that I noticed within the leadership and the structure of how the church runs that I saw that were wrong and I'm the kind of person if I see something that is wrong it's very difficult for me to ignore it now if I don't know something is wrong or I don't know about it it's easy for me to just keep it moving but from the moment that I see something that is wrong it is very difficult for me to ignore it now once I kind of went through the motions of everything and I decided, you know what, I know what I need to do. I've been avoiding it. It's time for me to leave this place because it's not one, it's no longer helping me. Many of the times I'll go to the services, I'll leave. And sometimes the services themselves, there wasn't really any clear directional message that I could really take away for myself. And I was spending so much time there. I'd be going there, what, three, four, five times a week, not exaggerating. And it's like, I'm investing so much of my time here And it's really not helping me spiritually. Many times I'm leaving and even when I ask other people, what did you get from, you know, the service today? A lot of the times it's crickets. So I kind of thought I'm going here. There's certain things I've seen within the leadership that is flat out wrong and I can't ignore it anymore. So I prayed about it. I made the decision and 
when in that moment when that moment happened I knew that it was the right decision for me I knew that's what I needed to do but I also knew that there would be an aftermath of that decision and that it wasn't going to be pleasant (laughs) one I needed to tell my husband because he also goes to that church and I didn't know how my decision would change or alter the dynamic of my marriage um I wasn't really sure what would happen what his thoughts would be but anyways once I made that decision I spoke to him about it and I shared with him my reasons for wanting to leave and he totally understood everything he never tried to discourage me or to you know um put me off my decision he respected it and he said you know what I understand everything that you're saying and I see what you're saying but for me personally I don't feel like it is my time to leave and I said that is fine I'm just letting you know and it was absolutely fine once I made that decision I spoke to a couple of my close friends just to kind of let them know the decision I was making again most of them were not most they were all very shocked because again they didn't see that being something that would happen but again going back to the decision I knew that was what was best for my well-being Um, I think something as I get older, I really try to assess my decisions in the terms of is this best for my well-being? Certain decisions we make in life, it may not be what we want to do, but it might be what's best for our well-being. And as I get older and I also have people in my life that are older and they reflect and they share certain things with me, I see how sometimes they made decisions in life that wasn't best for their well-being. And they made those decisions based on what people would think. Now, going back to my own decision, I knew that people would speak badly about me. I knew people would gossip about me, which happened. (laughs) I may or may not get into that later on. I knew that there would be an aftermath of this decision. And I think that's why I really tried to postpone it because I knew it would be really difficult and I didn't know what was to come from that. I didn't know if that would affect my friendships or not, um, but I knew it needed to be done. So anyways, fast forward, I've spoken to the pastor that was in charge of the particular branch that I went to just to kind of inform him of my reasons because I thought out of respect, I'm not just going to leave and not say anything, which many people do. And I, and I totally understand why they do that. But for me, I'd much rather give you the courtesy to explain my reasons. So hopefully maybe something will change in the system and how things are run. Um, unfortunately, I don't see that happening, but miracles can happen when people are willing to change. Um, but anyway, so I'd spoken about it and made my decision. So officially I'd say from April, 2021, that's when I left. Now making that decision was one thing, but then it was also kind of like, okay, so what's next? And that's what many people ask me, what are you going to do now? And it's like, I don't know, I'm just going to live my life. You know, I'm just going to do whatever I feel God is leading me to do and what's best for me. So anyways, when I made that decision, when I spoke to the pastor, again, of course he didn't understand, which was fine because I wasn't speaking to him from a place of gaining his opinion, but really just being transparent and open about certain issues. And even in that conversation, there were certain things that were said that was like, this, what you're saying right now is validating my reasons as to why I'm leaving. And something I've come to understand is that in life, sometimes people will not understand certain decisions that we make when I got married at 23 there's people that didn't really understand why I would get married at 23 when I made certain decisions in my career um, to leave university or to start a business in the midst of a pandemic there were people that didn't understand my decision when I made a decision in April 2020 to leave my (laughs) management job for you know not having the security of what I was going to do next a lot of people didn't on that understand that decision and I've come to understand as I've had to make some difficult decisions in my life so far that there are going to be moments that people will not understand your decision there are going to be moments where people may criticize it or they may try to downplay it or may even try to discourage you sometimes from a good 
place sometimes because they do care about you but it's really important for you to be grounded in your decisions and this is why it's important for you not to make decisions in haste I never made a decision in haste that was something I thought about I prayed about I really sat with for a while and I knew that ultimately that was the best decision for me now eight months later and I look back at that decision that I made and I think you know what I have no regrets at times I feel like I wish I'd made that decision sooner but I'm a strong believer in that sometimes certain things happen at the right time and I needed to see certain things in order for me to have that confidence in my decision in order for me to know that I did what was best for me long term and honestly the last um, eight months one I have no regrets two there's been so many positive changes in my life as a whole I have so much more balance um there's a lot of judgment and unnecessary pressure that I no longer have to deal with I'm learning and unlearning so many things and I think sometimes once you're out of a specific environment you can really reflect back with clear eyes you can start looking and you even start to remember and and notice certain things are like oh wow that that was actually pretty unhealthy but sometimes when you're so deeply involved in something even like for example in a relationship sometimes when you're in the relationship you don't realize how toxic it is until you actually that environment and you can truly reflect back on it and see that oh yeah that was not okay and for me it was the same thing with leaving that particular church um as I left I started to reflect and I thought wow my goodness there was a lot of very toxic things now would I say that it was a hundred percent bad and toxic and terrible no I won't there were some good elements if there wasn't I wouldn't have stayed as long as I did but equally I started going there from a very young age I made a lot of significant decisions in my faith there I met my husband there um well not met my husband I got married to my husband there because I knew him before technically but there was a lot of things that happened positively whilst I was going there so again there was a lot of reasons in my head as to why I needed to stay but something that I had to kind of rationalize in my mind is like if I was in a, a toxic relationship and the person had done some nice things to me but ultimately there were certain fundamental things that were wrong in that relationship would I stay just because of loyalty just because you know maybe they got me some flowers one day or they were nice to me for a period of time I wouldn't So why would I apply the same for somewhere that's so crucial to my well-being and my spirituality as well? So I had to make that decision. And like I said, I have no regrets. At the beginning, there was a bit of fear. It's like, what's going to happen? Even with the culture of that church, there's so much negativity um, that's spoken about people that leave. And, you know, as I'm saying this, especially for someone who maybe doesn't go to church or you've never heavily been involved in a church or you've gone to just a normal church you probably have never experienced anything like this and sometimes when I share these experiences with close friends they're kind of like wow like oh my gosh was it really that deep you're probably thinking it doesn't sound that deep it's just like leaving a job um but in this in this case it really isn't because again this church was very much a part of my life and there's a lot of negativity spoken about people that leave and a lot of the times they'll say things like your life is gonna go downhill and all this kind of stuff. But for me, I knew I had made that distinction between leaving the churches in that physical church and leaving the presence of God, which I knew I wasn't doing. I was leaving there because I knew that it was no longer helping me in a positive way. And I just couldn't, I couldn't remain in that environment that had so much of a lack of accountability that was just pretty much like a dictatorship in in the simplest way that I can really um, explain it. But maybe one day in the future, I'll speak more about it more transparently because I'm being quite glossy. 
in terms of what I'm actually saying. But ultimately I made that decision. One of the biggest things for me as I left was really kind of thinking about what's the aftermath gonna be like. Now in terms of my relationship, it didn't affect my relationship negatively. Um, At the beginning, there were certain comments that certain people made about how it may affect my marriage negatively, but it didn't. And I'm grateful for the kind of man that I married. And I think this is why it's so important when you are making decisions about who you choose to spend the rest of your life with that you really assess what that person is like. You really assess their character. You really assess the compatibility you have with that person. And I think because me and my husband are quite compatible with certain aspects, it didn't affect our marriage negatively because we knew we had that separation. Our marriage is our marriage. And the church is the church. That's completely separate. We cannot allow external things to affect our marriage. And thankfully it didn't. It actually brought us closer. And it was different for me. If I talk about in the sense of I made this decision on my own and I had to stand on my own. I left. He was still going for a period of time until he made his own decision to leave for his own reasons. And for me at that time, it was like I made that decision. And in some ways I kind of felt alone because most of my close friends still going, my husband is still going at this point, there are certain people saying to him, you know, that they're praying for me to come back, which was comical to me, because it was like, I'm not coming back, but ultimately, it was a period of time that I really had to learn the value of standing on your own, and being grounded, and I think it's so important when you make decisions, especially significant decisions that will have a ripple effect on other areas of your life, that you're grounded, that you're making that decision one for the right reasons and that you're really thinking ahead of how that can actually affect you going forward and and that's exactly what I did and I think when you're in a place once you've made the right decision you know you have certainty you're at peace with that decision and that's exactly how I was so I'm going to move on from this but I really wanted to start with that because that was one of the biggest decisions I made this year and it was difficult. Something I didn't say actually was that after I made that decision, I cried and you would think I just broke up with someone, but honestly, I cried. I had a period of mourning for a couple of days where when I would think about it, I would actually cry because I knew that things were never going to be the same in that aspect. I knew that I was really making a huge decision. I was very heavily involved in that particular church. I had um, responsibilities there and I knew that stepping away from that, that was going to change my life in some ways. Certain relationships would change. Certain people would probably not talk to me anymore, which has happened. And I cried not just because of those other factors, but really because it was kind of like, wow, this is the end of an era. This is, this is it. You know, this is it. I'm making this decision and I'm just going to have to deal with whatever consequences come. But I'm so grateful. I remember at the end of 2020, one of the words that I kind of meditated on for this year was grounded. And I didn't understand at the time. I'm like, grounded, what has that got to do with my life? You know, what am I going to go through in 2021 that I'm going to need to be grounded? But now when I look back in December 2021, back at this year, I can see now why that word was given to me for me to be grounded. Because this year, guys, I've needed to be grounded and it wasn't easy. There was a lot of things that could have swayed me, that could have, you know, pushed me to make other decisions that weren't what was best for me. But I was grounded in my decision and I'm grateful for that. There was a lot of growth that came as a result, but the process was very uncomfortable. There were tears, there were moments of anger, there were moments of looking back like, oh my gosh, like really, I allowed this to happen to me and I allowed certain things to happen that I ignored, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. But maybe in future, I'll share a little bit more, but for now, I'll leave it as it is. But I really wanted to be open and transparent with you guys about that because I couldn't talk about how my 2021 is with ignoring that aspect. 
even for me getting to a stage of speaking about that chapter of my life, I'm still kind of assessing, not assessing, I'm still learning (laughs) about how to be open in that area because for so long, it's been something I've kind of closed off or kept to myself where it's like, oh, you know, I don't really want to talk about it. And as much as I was discouraged as well by certain people not to talk about it. So it's a process for me to learn to kind of open up and be more transparent about it. Um, Because I do know in doing that, it will help other people. Um, Career, let's talk about the career. So another decision I made this year, that was probably around July, actually. So as most of you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, April 2020, I left, I had officially left my um, full-time job. I was working, um, simplest way I can put it, as a business manager in the dental field. But I decided it was time to kick because it was just too much. Um, No work-life balance, hated the job. It was draining me. There was a lot of things happening within the workplace as well. And it was just like, this is just not worth me draining out my youth. (laughs) And of course, we went into the first lockdown then. So again, there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of like, what am I going to do next? I decided to start my finance coaching business in June 2020. And again, I started that not really knowing how things were going to go, not really knowing whether people were going to respond to it, whether I'd actually get clients or not. There was still, again, a lot of uncertainty. Starting a new business in a field you've not really done a business in before. I have had a business before, but not in that aspect. So again, I knew it was going to be something different for me. Um, Fast forward a little bit longer, I'd kind of said last year to my husband that I want to just give myself till say September to then decide whether I want to find another job in another field or whether I just want to continue my business time went on I continued with my business I wasn't really looking for any other jobs in fact I wasn't at all but July this year I started to think you know think more about certain financial goals that we have and the nature of time not nature of time the length of time that I want to be able to achieve those goals and I thought to myself do you know what I'm in such a good space right now that I feel that I'm ready to get back into the workplace. I know I left a toxic job, but there's so much I've learned. I've grown so much more now that I'm I'm able to be more balanced. I'm able now to separate work (laughs) from my life. And I thought to myself, why don't I look for a part-time job? Just a nine to five, something that was going to pay me a minimum of a specific amount that I wanted. And I didn't want any less than that because otherwise there's no point me leaving my house for that. In terms of me getting another job, yes, that's more money. That's um, fixed income I know will be coming in each month. But also I know that that means less time for me to build on my business, for me to work on other projects. So I needed to ensure that it was going to be a job that made sense for me. So yeah, that was July. I started looking within a few weeks, actually, I found this job that I'm in now. It's been just over three months now. I started at the end of August. And honestly, I'm I'm in a good space with that job. I actually enjoy it. It's not perfect as no job is, but it works very well for me. And I'm at a stage now where I've a lot more settled into my new routine because I had to get used to that from being able to do things whenever I wanted to do it, having a life on my terms completely to now working three days a week. So again, that reduces the amount of time that I have in my business. So I've had to be a lot more organized and a lot more disciplined with my time, but also I've had to kind of adjust to this new schedule. So it took me a good, let's say six to seven weeks for me to settle in. But now I'm in a space where I've had to make a couple of changes in terms of my time schedules for when I see clients and stuff like that. But I'm a lot more settled and a lot more comfortable 
with my schedule, with my time. And honestly, I'm, I'm really grateful that I'm able to do this. I wasn't forced into getting a job. It wasn't because I needed money and I was desperate and bills weren't being paid. Thankfully, that was not the case. It was more a fact of, do you know what? Let me take some pressure off myself. I wanna meet certain goals within the next two years. And in order for that to happen, it's so much easier for me to just work part-time as well as managing my business. So that was another decision I needed to make. And my husband was very supportive in that. And yeah, so three months plus later, I've been balancing both and it's been fine. Like it's been a lot better than I thought it would be. And I'm really just grateful that I'm able to have the best of both. Another thing that I had to make decisions on as well is relationship shifts. Something I've had to analyze this year was really looking at certain relationships that I had in my life and really realizing that, you know what, certain relationships are just never going to get back to where they used to be. I think sometimes, especially when you've had certain friendships for a long time, you're always thinking about where the relationship was at its best. You're always thinking about, oh, but we used to be so close. We have all these memories together. We did this together. We experienced this together. And you kind of live through that relationship with the glory of the past, with, you know, where the relationship was as it, at its best. But I've had to come to a certain decision that, you know what, there's a shift and I need to just accept it. I need to just keep it moving and I need to stop wasting my time and energy with relationships that are one-sided, with people that honestly are just not making the effort and I've communicated certain things, but I just had to kind of made that realization for myself that it's time to just move on and to stop trying to drag this dead weight, but to just leave it as it is and be okay with that. You know, one thing I really want to emphasize is that relationships, shifting, changing, ending, whatever word you want to use, and it depends on how the relationship actually fizzles out, it's okay. Like you don't have to hate the person. You don't have to be bitter about it. You don't have to be resentful. Sometimes you just have to be amicable and just keep it moving. Things change, people change, and you're not always gonna be the same person you were 10 years ago. And sometimes as a result, the relationship will also change because you are changing and that person is changing and your circumstances are changing. So I've had to accept that some relationships in life are seasonal. Some seasons are longer than others, some seasons are short. But just to appreciate it for what it is and to just keep it moving, I've had to understand that. And it's taken me a while, especially with certain relationships, it's taken me years to really get that into my skull. (laughs) But I'm grateful, you know, one thing I said to myself and I said to my husband as well, like going into 2022, I don't wanna be dragging in relationships that need to be left behind. And this is something I'm consciously, as I'm reflecting on the year I'm also thinking about my relationships I don't want to take any relationship with me into 2022 that I don't need to be taking I don't want to be forcing friendships or forcing relationships that are not healthy whether I'm not healthy for that person or they're not healthy for me um, I think as I'm getting older my tolerance for certain things is just really low and and honestly I just don't want to waste my time I don't want to waste my time or my effort and I don't also want to become a bitter person because it's easy When you're in relationships that are very imbalanced and you're constantly the one that's giving and you're you're not appreciated or people take you for granted, it's easy for you to become bitter. And I don't want to become bitter. So I'm making the choice of being better. And a part of that is learning when to move on. And it's hard. It's tough. You know, I think sometimes people don't speak about friendship breakups as much or, you know, moving on from friendship. Sometimes it can be hard, even harder than a romantic relationship. Because many times people's friendships last a lot longer than their relationships in some cases. So it can be difficult to move on. It can be difficult, you know, to just kind of 
let it go and continue on with your life. It can be hard. Maybe if you guys are interested, I'll do an episode on that because I've definitely had some friendship breakups over the years and it's hard. It is hard. It definitely is not easy, but it's something that is necessary. And I feel like as we get older and we go through different seasons in life, whether that's, you know, changing jobs, moving cities, going through certain illnesses or going through life changes, different dynamics in our families and our relationships, getting married, um, having children, making huge decisions, so much can change within us. And it can also affect the relationships that we have as well. So this year, I've really had to make some grown decisions. I've had to put on my big girl panties this year. And honestly, guys, it has not been easy. Sometimes when I speak to people, it's like they think I have it all together. I don't. There are times when I have no idea what I'm doing. And I can definitely say that for 2020, I had no idea what I was doing much of the time. But I knew that I just had to keep going. I had to keep going. I had to be focused. And something that helps me is looking at the bigger picture. Something that helps me is always searching for, okay, God, what can I learn in this? Okay, what's the next step? What do I need to do next? I really try to minimize pity parties for myself. I never have a pity party for longer than a day or two. Like, it's just pointless. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. And honestly, the longer you allow yourself to remain in the pity party, the worse you're gonna feel and the longer your situation is gonna be the way it is. So I've had to learn what works for me So it isn't that always having together. It isn't that my life is perfect. I choose to see the good. I choose to be better. I choose to look at the bigger picture. And that helps me a lot. If I focused on all the small things or all the little things that weren't where I want them to be, my outlook would be completely different. But I remember the days where there's certain essentials that I needed and that I didn't have. And now I'm in a position where I have choice. I am able to choose for myself how I want my life to be. I'm able to choose. I'm able to live in a comfortable home. I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't know. I feel safe. I'm, I have all my essentials. So I'm grateful and I'm learning to be grateful even for the little things. I feel like sometimes, especially for those of us that live in the West or we live in, not just in the West, because there are people that do not live in the West that are living better than some of us in the West. Let me say that. Let me re, let me um, correct myself. Sometimes when we are in a position of privilege or when we have all our needs met, we take certain things for granted. We take the fact that we have a job for granted. Yes, granted, you may hate the job. You may not have a nice boss. You may not earn what you want to earn, but you have a job. You have stable income. You know that on whatever day of the month you get paid, that money is going to come to your account. You don't have to be fighting your employers to pay you. So sometimes we take those things for granted, but I'm learning to be grateful. This is one of the years that I'm ending it, and I'm so grateful. If you ask me what have I achieved, have I achieved things? Yes. Have I achieved all of my goals? No. But this year I have built habits that I've been working on building. This year I have grown so much as a person. I've gotten so much deeper in my relationships, in my marriage, but also in some of my friendships as well. I've had new experiences, memories, created new memories. Um, I've had a good time this year. This year I've rested. This year I have gotten good sleep. (laughs) And honestly, I'm in a space in my life where I don't have everything that I want but I have everything that I need and I am super grateful that I'm ending this year on a positive note on a positive mind because again sometimes we'll go through difficult moments it happens I've I've had difficult moments this year Um, I've had new losses this year as well you know um, people passing away 
as a result of the pandemic. So there's things that I've had to experience this year, but I'm glad that I'm ending this year. I'm actually excited. And next year, next year, yeah, next year and next month, I'll be turning 27. And there's that realization that, oh my gosh, I'm in the last few years of my 20s. I've got three years till 30. How do I feel about that? There's moments where I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm actually getting old, one. But then at the same time, I'm excited. I look at what I've done so far, the woman I am right now. And I think, do you know what, girl? You should be proud of yourself. And two, there's so much for me to look forward to. There's so much for me to work towards as well. And there's a lot that needs to be done. So I'm I'm in a space of gratitude. I'm excited. And I'm like, God, what is next? What is next? Um, so honestly, I'm really just trying to enjoy the moment. I think sometimes, especially as ambitious people, um, it can be a case where we're always thinking of the next big thing. We're always thinking of, we need to have something going on. We need to be achieving this and that and the other. And whilst I believe we should have goals, we should be intentional with how we live our lives and how we manage our time. I think it's also important to savor the moment and make time for what matters. That's also something I'd say. And as I just wrap up this episode, I don't want it to be too long, is just to kind of give you a couple of things to consider when making life decisions. Now, one of the things I would say is, ask yourself this question, is this what is best for my well-being? I think sometimes, especially within our millennial generation and younger, we always think about, is this what I want? Or is this, does this make me feel good? And let's be real, sometimes it's not about what feels good. Sometimes it may not feel good to wake up to go to work, (laughs) but we know that it's best for our well-being financially and emotionally. And also in terms of security-wise, we need to go to work and we need to collect our coins. So I definitely say, ask yourself, is this what's best for my well-being? It may not be something that makes me feel good in that moment. It may not be something that excites me. But is this what's best for my well-being? Ask yourself that question. Consider that. Secondly, I would say, ask yourself, is this what I want to do? Or is this what other people are encouraging me to do? Is this decision I'm basing based on goals that I have for my life? Um based on things that are important to me, my morals, or is this what other people are encouraging me to do? This is something you can apply to relationships, your career, and other aspects as well, because it's so easy for us to base our decisions on other people's opinions and what other people want for us, but to actually ignore that this is your life and you're going to have to be accountable for it. So really ask yourself, is this what I want to do or am I doing this because it's the status quo, it's what everybody else is telling me to do? is this actually what I want? Is this what's best for me? Ask yourself that question. And thirdly, what are the consequences of this decision going to be? Good or bad, what are the consequences going to be? If I make this decision in my career, in my relationship, in my whatever, (laughs) what are some of the potential consequences? And will I be comfortable with that? If the answer is no, you might want to reconsider that decision. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I was transparent with you about certain things that I probably would have never spoken to you guys about, but I do feel like as I share pearls and perils on this podcast, as I have guests, which I'm excited, I'm going to have more guests in 2022 sharing their stories, sharing their pearls and their perils with you. I also need to be transparent with you guys too. And I thank you guys once again for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give a rating and leave a review it would help the podcast a lot um, in terms of other people being able to see it and listen to it 
If you enjoyed it, do share it with a friend. And if there's anything that I spoke about today that connected with you that you can relate to, feel free to get in touch with me. All of my details will be in the show notes. I would love to have a conversation with you. And also guys, as I'm wrapping up the year, I wanna know, what topics would you like me to cover in 2022? I'm definitely open to exploring different topics and just giving you a quick summary. What sort of things am I comfortable speaking about? At the end of the day, the podcast is called The Pals and Perils. I want to share real life things with you, things that are going to help you to build a healthy life, things that are going to help you to be the best version of yourself. So that's going to be speaking about uncomfortable things, speaking about things that maybe we don't learn in school in our homes. So yes, we speak about finances here. We speak about relationships. We also speak about personal development. So anything that you think is along those lines or maybe something outside of that, feel free. Do let me know. Get in touch. Don't be shy. I want to know what you guys want to hear because I'm always going to do things that I think is nice, but right, you might not be interested. I want to know what do you guys actually want to hear. Thank you again for all of your support. I really appreciate it. Have a great rest of your week. Get yourself ready for 2022. Um, Guys, let's not deceive ourselves and say, oh, next year I'm going to do it. Next year I'm going to start changing. The change starts today. Whatever it is you want to achieve in 2022, start making those changes now. It's very easy for us to continue to postpone certain things and not actually get anything done. But anyways, I'll leave you on that thought. Have a great rest of your week and I'll be back with you in the next episode.